The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. On today's UFC Unfiltered, Jimmy is not here, but my good, 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 that's a lot of goods, my great buddy, Phoenix Carnavale is here. Phoenix? What's up? Good to see you, Phoenix. We also have the great Duke Rufus calling in, and we have the devastator, Dominic Ray is calling in. Phenomenal show. Jaws are dropped throughout this arena. Nobody is sitting down. Chasing that finish. Elbows raining down. Oh! On the button. Are you kidding me? Oh, he hurt him again. He's out. This is UFC Unfiltered. And now, your hosts, Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. No, wait. That's the wrong one. Ah. Oh, I have more. Wait, hold on. It's not Jim Norton. He's not here. Jimmy's out taking over the comedy world by storm. <laughs> Fuck it, I'm going to hit the boo button now for me. But I'm here. Matt Sarah, everybody. I hate I hate saying my, I hate doing the third person thing. Also, though, Phoenix Carnavale is here. She's awesome. Oh, I got the She's, good clap today. Oh, no, of course you do. Yes. Of course you do. You know, I'm excited for you. And I, I have so many, look, I have new things to play with on my, um, <laughs> on my soundboard. All right. I'm st- I, the, don't the, tell me. Just use them throughout the right. episode. Don't even look so at I'm this. nice don't and surprised. Even, you didn't even have to ask. He's yeah. definitely got Oh, play. no. I'm like a little kid with a, a new toy. You I know? hope they're like cartoon noises, like boink and like stuff like that. that Phoenix, good. I haven't seen you. In a, I'm getting used to saying it in a minute now. I like that. Because everybody knows what it means now. Yeah. It's not like I have to explain that. It mean, it mean, it's not a short time. It's a, it's like a, I feel like it's a long time. That's how the kids say it nowadays. That's the, the millennials. Say. Right? Yeah. So if I say, yo, I haven't seen you in a minute, people know what the fuck I'm talking yeah, they do. Even I when they're you. old like me. I'm getting older, Phoenix. <laughs> but you look fantastic. That, Can I tell you that? Seriously. Wait, hold on. I tell mean me, that. Tell, wait, wait, what'd you say? You, it's not <laughs> I just, didn't hear you. My, it, mic, my you thing wasn't fanta- on enough. and No, no, no. And it's not just that you're leaner. No, you you're look funny. healthy. You actually look healthier. I'm telling you right now, Phoenix, I'm not a total, like, I, you know, I eat steak. I eat, you know, even some rice, some brown rice. Mm-hmm. But even my all my snacks, I've been gluten-free with most of my snacks. And I have any bread. I don't have any white bread, any white pasta. A lot of stuff I love. Mm-hmm. I'm not having the red sauce. A little bit. A little bit. I'm not a fucking monk. So it's, a, it's like an <laughs> anti-inflammatory diet, pretty much. Uh, that is so... You, you just hit the nail on the head right, right there. Right, right. Because, Phoenix, after feeling what happened with my belly, I went through that thing. I do not want to feel that again. And then I got to thinking, like, when I have my delicious pizza and everything else like that, <laughs> and pasta, it 
it's great. Like this is when it's exciting. All right. Oh, we're gonna order pizza. That's exciting because we get excited, looking forward to it. Right. And then we eat it, and that's delicious, and that's exciting. And then after that, it's all shit. <laughs> then it's like, ah, oh, I should have done it. But, could, that but is you me crave bitching. more crap after when you eat a lot of you, crap. It's, a, it's an addiction. Right. You understand? So right now, I'm taking it a day at a time. But damn, do I feel good. Except for, look at my right knee. Can you see that? What's go- that, Why, that? That's swollen. You see that? Why is that swollen? Ah, I got some fluid. Can we, let's talk about some fun stuff. Yes. Now. Enough about me and and me. We have fun stuff. <laughs> we have me. We have news. We have interviews. We've got a lot going on in this episode. And uh, I did not talk to you about the, the Connor and oh, Khabib Jesus fight Lord, and, and hijinks. And this, so, I, I mean, and first of all, who do we got calling in today? Why don't you tell? We got Duke Rufus. Yep. Did Duke, you say this already? Duke Rufus. No, I did not. Okay. I did not. Duke Rufus, Dominic Reyes after his win over OSP. How? How? Oh, how dominant yep. is dominant. The, how, yeah. yeah, dominant. How, wait, now you fucked me up with the dominant. Dominic. How dominant? How dominant? How dominant did Dominic look? He looked great. That, that kid's that. record. I'm calling him a kid because everyone's a kid to me He's now. Twenty-eight. Okay, twenty-eight is you, you great. His nah, record. Nah, like no, but his age. his he has a true mixed martial artist record because all of his wins are are different. It's a submission, a head kick. You know, he's he's um his, he's impressive. Who's calling first, Dominic or Duke? Duke. Uh, we got Duke calling in a couple okay. of minutes, actually. All right, cool. We're going to talk to Duke. Lots to talk wanna, to Duke about, actually. I want to... I got some things to ask Duke. I want to... And I don't want to go to negative, though. I love Duke. I want to ask him if this... Because Anthony Pettis looked so great when he fought Chiesa. And he mm-hmm. looked good in his fight with Ferguson, man. Who yeah. knows what would have happened if, if he didn't lose his hand... And I don't blame Duke at all for blaming that thing. Right. For for for, ending, for, for calling it. Listen, a, a a loss on your record is worse is better than a KO on your well, record. If he knows he's he right. Need, I know. mean, I'd rather go get my hand fixed than have to worry about a concussion. As yeah. Well. well, and especially yeah. after that fight, it's not like his stock goes down after that. No, like, who definitely not. Doesn't want to see Pettis fight again. And he's gonna, he's been having some great fights. Yeah. But he was getting ready for Michael Chiesa, and. He got offered that fight with Khabib. There was a money issue mm. or something. Is there any... Because he looks so great with Kiesa, and you're getting ready to fight a guy that's looking to strangle you. Mm-hmm. I always... like, And then Al ended up taking the fight. Um, how much... Is there any regrets? Is there any regrets not taking that fight? Is You know, that's just it. Is there any regrets? And then you might say right away, no, fuck that. They should have, you know, whatever, paid more or this. I don't know. I don't know the... Uh, I don't know the inner dealings, and I'm, I'm not. It's not like I'm trying to pry. Uh, we can ask. But fuck, man, you get an opportunity. We know you know what I say about opportunities, right? You got to. Do go you know for what it. I say about opportunities? I don't know. The he does. Quote, but I'd like to. Know. I know that I think Chris the producer pays attention to my quotes. They're not Jamie English quote. Hey, Jamie English was on fire the other day. Oh, words have weight, and that back up. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, I agreed with him though. They do. They do have weight. I, what, I what do I say about opportunities? Only knock once. In a lifetime, <laughs> I forgot. I don't know. <laughs> what do you say? No, 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 no. You, you, you got that. No, wait. Hold on. I think Chris knows what he. Re- I think he really knows. Ready? Yeah. We're getting. We're getting ready for it. Oh, oh we're nice. Ready. You had a drum we're getting now. ready. And go. What's what do I say about opportunities? They only come once in a lifetime. What is it? I, when he looked over, and he smiled. I go, he knows. I go, right now, <laughs> I'm smiling because I, ha- I go, we're having a we're having a, a, a bro moment right here. He knows exactly what I'm thinking because he listens to when I say shit. Mm-hmm. Do you ever see my Hall of Fame speech? No, you don't care. Yes, of course, I was there. Yeah, you were there. Yeah, thank you so much for being there, Phoenix. Were you honor. there? 
No, but I was watching. Thank you, Phoenix. Thank well, you. What, I, what, what do you say about that? opportunities? I say when an opportunity arises like that, you got to Aya Quinta that bitch. Oh, that's, that's what you got to do. Oh. You got to Aya Quinta that bitch. I was watching... Um, I, don't, I hate to give visuals, but a lot of times I go through YouTube clips and, and stuff like that when I'm when I'm uh, having my espresso and my seltzer in the morning on the throne. That's my throne. I'm not going into detail. Whatever the throne you might think I'm talking about. But Being I'm just, productive. It is. I, I, I kill a couple birds with a, uh, an espresso. So this is the deal. I'm sitting there and I'm going through some stuff and I see Joe Rogan talking to somebody and I forgive, forgive me, I don't know, I forgot who it was, but, but it was um, something about the Conor McGregor fight. He was, I mean, he was talking to uh, George Lockhart. And, that's who it was. And Kavanaugh. I think it was oh, too. I did wait, see no, this. No, no, I that, did. no, wait, hold on. No, oh. that's not what I'm talking about. But anyway, there was somebody between, There's somebody else on there. He, uh, listen. Well, yes, go ahead. I know exactly what, what you're talking say? about. He was saying how good Al looks now. Dude, because he said Al looks like way, a god. Yeah, yeah but I, I agree because Al wasn't, Al was getting right back up. He was, com- you know, comfortable on the ground. We've talked about Al and, and the fact that you guys, you put them in bad positions. You start them in bad positions uh, all the time. Don't turn this into a compliment to me. I was about to do that. No, I'm, we, no, I'm just saying no, we've listen. had this conversation before. Well, talking about conversations before, we had a conversation before the fight. I was saying that after this, that Ali, I, I said Ali Quintus' uh, stock's going to go up. Yeah. That's, I, I mean... Pull the tape, Chris, the producer. Go. No, I'm only kidding. No, you're right. But uh, I've, I've definitely said that before. I said people are saying that Al did a blueprint on how to beat him. Dude, it's not that easy. It's no. not. He did that because he's fucking Al Quinta. Yeah. And Al, and Al is not your average dude, man. Is it, Listen, am I going to say he would have let Khabib break his neck? Do I mean, not break his neck. It probably would have started on that jaw and oh uh, my God, took the that, jaw. That... And then what happens? You end up lifting it up and it goes on the neck. But I think he was happy enough just cranking that fucking jaw. But Al, that's when you go, that's when he would have forced movement. You know what I mean? Like, in other words, if he, you stay there, you're screwed. Right. If you go belly up, he's going to have to listen to, to finish that. You could fight the hands, go to get your shoulders to the mat, look him in the face. He's almost mouthed. You got you to gotta keep it going. Al got in all the worst positions, flattened out with the hooks. Yeah. When he goes to pound him out, he goes back to the fetal position. Right. When he goes to flatten him out, now he's belly up. Yeah. Now he's back. He's, con- now he's, he's getting continuing rid of- to fight at, in, and change positions and make that person work and I mean that's the beauty of jiu-jitsu right like the it's a game of inches a hundred percent yeah and it's also about not letting a guy settle in on certain positions mm-hmm. where Al I mean it, you can it's say it's like an anaconda you if, generally just just keep tightening yeah. and tightening and tightening and tightening and well I mean that causes that's tons why, of those submissions that's why Connor in the beginning was looking hey man he's doing all right down there but I, it was, I said that oh, I, I, so I thought I thought in the first round I thought Connor's defense looked better than I expected, 100%, and Khabib's stand-up looked better than I expected. Yeah. Right, he uh, he just had to, he just wanted to really, I think, get that that blood into his shoulders and just into his muscles. And even if he takes away a little bit of his speed and power, it's a big thing. Mm-hmm. It's a huge thing, mm-hmm. you know. But um, what the fuck was I going to get to? With you were, we were talking. Connor? We were talking about oh, no, Al. So where? So Al, if if Connor was able to do what Al did, and it ended like that with him looking against. You could say, hey, man, if this is a real fight, we could still, like with Al, if that was a real fight, they could still be fighting right now. Right. Who knows how that would end? Right. Al was still escaping. He was still dangerous. He was still getting out, getting up. And, and imagine if he would have trained for him. I mean, right? It, imagine if he would have trained like for him. Like we said, I mean, it, I just saw Al last it, night. I, 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 like, I like, yeah, actually, what, I read it on Twitter and everything and what Al was basically saying. But I, I was wondering, too, just variables. Do you think that Connor is overrated, Matt? 
No, I don't. Compared to what now? Like, I mean, Khabib. Do I? Do I think he? I don't think he deserves a rematch with Khabib. To be honest with you, no, I don't. Oh, fuck no, I don't think he. And I don't I think, think he deserves think, to beat somebody else. Up. I, I don't think Connor is overrated either. I think that oh. wrestling is so freaking hard that no matter how hard you try, it's very hard to catch up to somebody who has years and years and years of that experience on you. Yeah, and I mean the same thing goes with the ground game as far as defense. Offense right. timing, or when to re- get a reversal, when to when to uh, how to manipulate somebody's balance to get an underhook to a threat and take in the back to get back to your feet. I mean, there's so many things that you just have to work out, and that, just like this, just like the stand up, it just takes hours and hours mm-hmm. of sparring. It came the same thing with the ground sparring, rolling. You need just hours and hours, and that's how you get that timing down. It was a great know? fight, nonetheless. Like besides no, the great. hijinks at the end, it was a very very entertaining I, fight. I, I enjoyed that night. Besides yeah. that, moment. oh, it was such a great time. Yeah. yeah, I don't believe he's overrated at all. I think he's, um, I think they, you know, he's gonna have a very hard, I mean, hard time with uh, Khabib anytime they fight. Yeah, you know, yep. but you put him versus the winner of uh, Dustin and Diaz. Fuck, who's not gonna want to see that? That's what I'm saying. Connor, well, that's, that's something we got to talk about too. But I gotta call Duke in a second. Okay. All right, we're gonna yeah, call Duke. that's what I mean. Like and when it, people were saying he was overrated online, I'm like, oh man, I feel. I feel bad just because he got exposed in this particular situation. We knew that this was his Achilles well, heel. Yeah, but, but I but still think he did well defending for as long as he did. Look how good he did. I mean, he did well with a guy that's the best at that, mm-hmm. at keeping him down. So mm-hmm. anything less than that, hey, man, we're going to see some stuff. You know what I mean? I mean got Duke, we're going to be calling Duke Rufus now. I like Duke. I like Duke a lot, man. Great you coach. We ha- Is this the great Duke Rufus? I don't know about great, but I, this is Duke. Well, listen, I don't <laughs> hey, want to. I don't want to start this thing with an argument because I think you are great, <laughs> fucking Duke. Oh, thank you. Listen, thank you, you, you talk oh, too kind, man. <laughs> thank you so much, and we also got uh, Phoenix Carnavale here with me. What's up, Duke? Oh, hey, what's up, Phoenix? How you doing, baby girl? I'm good. Duke, I want to say congrats on a great fight, on a great, great, a fight that, it, even though you did not get the victory, uh, Anthony Pettis, his his. Stock did not go down, like Phoenix was just saying. Well, thank you so much. I got to tell you, he's enthused. He told me, right in the octagon, he goes, you know what, Coach, that's the most fun I've ever had in the octagon. I'm going, <laughs> you sick bastard. <laughs> You're, uh, you know, if that's fun, okay. What do you think I, made I, him I, say that? Is it just kind of Ferguson style versus his style? Why, why do you think he was having so much fun? Um the reemergence of Anthony Pettis. Um, you know, he got to the top of the sport. A lot of great things happened to him. Um, he admitted it recently that he wasn't as grateful as he should have been. He wasn't as, you know, into it as he once was. It became a job, and for him, it's a passion. He's that little kid who put on his taekwondo uniform when he was a boy, mm-hmm. and it showed in his performance. He showed up the invigorated um you know is i like to say about that life so the fight life you know he was there you know didn't get the w but i mean he's already invigorated he's texting the next day what do we got to work on what do we got to do and i love that i mean you know sometimes the guys they they get distant from the sport and he's like a kid in candy store again and i'm excited about that and, and that makes me happy because um, I see the potential for him to reach his potential again. Do you think that comes with just maturity of just the fact that... How old is Anthony now? I'm sorry. 
He just turned thirty-one. Uh, he, or he is thirty-one. Yep. Now, when he when he was champ, I mean, it, it's not that everything came too soon or anything like that. But when you're in your twenties, you just you don't really look about. You just think you're going to be fighting forever. This is the life you're living forever, and sometimes you do take it for uh, for granted a little bit. I remember in my thirties, I had it was I enjoyed walking out to the cage. I enjoyed almost every moment because I knew. I'm not going to be doing this that many more. You you see the end of the line. You know you're not going to be doing it that much longer. So you kind of enjoy it more. How are you with that, Duke? Because you were a champion. Uh, it's same. Because uh, kind of similar to Anthony, we have these meteoric. We both started at 18 fighting. Like, sort of meteoric rise. Not as fast as my brother Rick, but I won my first world title at 25. And, you know, you're on top of the world. And, it comes too quick sometimes. Like the meteoric rise is the worst rise sometimes. And, you know, you, you take stuff for granted. And, and uh, you know, he was WC champion by 23, Showtime kick. UFC champion by 25. And as well, he comes from nothing. You know, he seems like a really nice kid, et cetera. His mom has a lot to do with that, but he comes from a really bad neighborhood in the south side of Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. His father was murdered on his block. Milwaukee's in the top 10 um, worst communities in the FBI right now. We have a lot of problems here. So he, you know, he comes from not a lot of money. You know, you become a millionaire. Life changes in a lot of different ways. It's, you know, I hate to sound cliche, you know, it's hard to wake up and do road work like Marvin Hagler said when you sleep on silk sheets. Not that he was ever lazy, it's just a different fire. And I see that fire back, and it's not because he's hurting for money. He just had to rebalance what he wants out of life. Yeah, it's like Rocky you know, Three. It's the, <laughs> yeah, a lot like Rocky Three for sure. That, that, you know, Rocky movies are a bigger... Uh, metaphor for life and people believe actually oh 100 percent agree with that oh, my God. favorite movie of all time 100 i get dude get the rocky movies this is gonna be a real long interview <laughs> i'll tell you right now duke i can go through each one <laughs> me too but uh, you know what really scared me though when he's listen i knew he had a great time in there duke when he stuck his tongue out i go dude if there's an upkick right now we're, he's losing his tongue it scared the shit out of me yeah <laughs> do you remember that dude? i know i mean Oh, yeah, that was crazy. I mean, I mean he enjoyed it. Um, I felt it. Yeah. Well, got everybody pumped. Well, the reason why I stopped the fight. Yes. Uh, I like that. We were getting to that. Well, I like that Duke gets right to it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, go ahead, Duke. The reason why I stopped the fight, you know, first of all, we've, we've gambled against Lady Luck so many times. What I've done as a coach, I started looking at, you, you know this, man, how many times have you guys fought injured? Really do the stats of you send someone out to the arena injured. Do they win? Mm. There's a rumor going around that Connor hurt his rib before the fight, but it's true or not. I, I was just talking with uh, Skipper Kelp uh, at the weigh-in about one of my K1 fights that I fought with my rib hurt. I ended up losing in Vegas. You know, it's like I look at my career, how many times I went into fights hurt or continued fighting hurt. And with my own experience, I didn't um, come out on a winning percentage with that. I look at Anthony. Years ago, there's a cool clip on YouTube. He uh, gets dropped on his shoulder, separates his shoulder, finds a way to get up. Boom, head kicks a guy to win. When he fought Bartelosharski in the WEC, I think he was five weeks out of shoulder surgery because he needed the money. And he didn't tell me how bad his shoulder was. When he fought Dos Andres, the first punch he got hit with, it, it affected the performance. 
then worse was last November. He got cut three weeks before the Poirier fight. And it was bad cut. He got it stitched up, and the, and the thing opened up right away. So I'm in the corner just horrified during the whole experience. Just going, my stomach sick to myself after the fight. I just, we can't have this happen anymore. You know, in other sports, when players get injured, they they get sent to the bench, you know. And, um, you know, in basketball, baseball, some of these other sports, I think fans are harder on fighters with everything, though. Because if someone pulls out of a fight, man, it's like the uproar is insane. Well, it's also our own culture in the gym. We're too tough for our own good. You know, I mean, um, we've all been too tough for our own good at times. And, you know, I I just at that point, I I was Paul Felders in Milwaukee, and I, I said I was sorry after the fight, and I'm sorry now that knowing... I'm not going to, you know, if you call me a wimpy coach, well, I'm not going to send my guys out there anymore. When they're, I didn't know how bad Paul's arm was, respectively, either. But I'm, it, just, it can't be done anymore. It's just, the, you know, everyone's like, well, Uriah Faber didn't quit, but Uriah Faber didn't win that fight either. Yeah. <laughs> Uriah Faber got located the crap by Aldo. Yeah. I was there because Anthony fought on the undercard. He got carried out of the cage. How long did those bruises affect his legs? Like Gilbert Melendez is still struggling with getting low kick, kick the crap mm-hmm. when he possibly could have stopped the fight and saved his legs, right? Yeah, because people like, forget that us. peroneal nerve that runs down your leg. Like you can get nerve damage, like forever nerve damage. For sure. So it's like, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know about you, Matt, but I live in day to day pain every day. My <laughs> hands hurt. Um, I've got two gangling cysts that I got to get drained this week in my left ankle. I got huge calcium deposits on my ankle, under my knee from blocking kicks. My hands, I'm missing a knuckle. I barely can write my signature anymore. And my hands hurt. My nose is jacked up, which I don't have time for nose surgery because I'm holding pads all the time. If I bump my nose, um, it's going to be messed up anyway. So that being said, like, you know, let my pain be the fighter's game that I train. Like, I'm not crying about it. It's the life I chose for myself. But you know what? The pe- my fighters are like my children. I don't want my children to live as hard as I live. And I, I'm, I'm going to rescue them from the way I feel daily. You know, I'm, yeah. I, I got torn rib cartilage. Um, you know, some days it's a struggle just to make it to the gym and hold the pads for people. I got to get myself up like it's a bike. Wow. Duke, let me ask you now do you believe that's um, uh, a case? A case by case situation. Let's take um, who got a lot of heat for um, uh, what's her name, Roxy. When Roxy, uh, Raquel Pennington. Yeah. Ro- yeah. Yes, um, when, when she was fighting for the title, and they sent her back. And in there. you know the ju- their corner got a lot of heat for her wanting to stop in that last round, and them and her and them sending her out. Not only did she not win, she got a beating, and yeah. she went out bloodied and battered. But afterwards, oh. herself. Um, uh, her, uh, who was it? Fiance. Yes, Tisha her fiance. Tisha Torres. Uh, Tisha Torres. Her and, and um, her coaches. Everybody was in agreement that they made the right call. Is it a case by case um, thing or or for sure case by case? Because no one, I'm not here to stone them. That's the culture, what they believe in. So that's what they believe. So I don't put them down. I, here's what I tell you: If maybe you were a different type of fighter, Anthony was fighting. But here's what I know from training in Muay Thai and fighting in Muay Thai for a long time. When you fight a, 
a taller fighter who's good with the elbows, a vicious elbow specialist. Big elbow guy beats small elbow guy. Yeah. So the only way you can beat the the walk up elbow fighter is you need your right cross to keep them off you. If you can't cross them, because guess what? Your hands jacked. You also can't clinch. Okay. If you try and take them down, you can't lock them up. So the only way when you fight a very good walk-up fighter like Tony is to keep them off with your cross. Okay, so and like long-range long weapons against their shorter-range weapons. Or even just got to punch them. That, yeah. You know, he's coming in, and if you don't have that punch to keep them off, because right. that, that is the tough thing. You get the bigger elbow fighter, and here's the fact. You can get punched with a glove. That sucks. But it's brutal. The, the, the elbow's the, the worst way to go. Head kick, elbow, knee. You get hit with those bones. So, oh, yeah. to me, I don't want to ruin my guy to say he didn't quit. You know? he was, yeah. And you know what? Anthony won't quit. He will not quit. He never quits. You know? Yeah. Like, I, I got to say, no, dude, you're done. You know? I mean... It's like, these guys aren't going to quit. Paul Felder won't quit. None of these guys. I mean, Tyron Woodley's already soldiered through some bad injuries. Broke his foot in the gas on fight. One of the other fights, he broke his hand. Um, Torres Laverman. But, stylistically, the guys he was fighting, he was able to work around it. Yeah. So there's a couple situations where, but when you find an elbow fighter like that, the only way you're keeping him off, if he's bigger than you, you yeah. got to punch him. <clears throat> Well, no, listen, definitely no regrets there. And I don't think anybody would ever be questioning your judgment. And I, I think you did the right thing by your fighter by not making them say it. Like, not say, listen, because I know you were reading them, you were asking them, and you, 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 you sensed the right thing to do where, you know, because the fighter is still proud. You know that as being a fighter. You're not going to ever yeah. want to say, I, I had enough or I can't. You don't, you just, it's hard to say, you know? So that's great that you did that no. as a coach. Duke, well, I, I have to ask you, buddy. Oh, go ahead. No, yeah. you go. You go first. I was just going to say, like, even Tony, he was emotional after because they, to me, that was like the Hagler Hearns of, of the oh, UFC. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun. Like, yeah, it was fun. I mean, hats <laughs> off to Tony. He's a, he's a tough guy. I mean, you know, it, you know from being the, the 170 champ, 155, 170 are the biggest and deepest divisions in all of MMA and the UFC. So, um, you know, it, 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 it was a tough fight, but we're fighting the best. You know, it's not like yeah. oh, it's just, you know, a local show or entry-level UFC fight. That being said, you know that crazy bastard, Pettis? He goes to the Diaz fights open. I'll just kick coach. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> no. F out of here. That is awesome. Uh, Duke, yeah. yeah, Duke, I have to ask you, man, because I've always wondered about this, you know. Now, Anthony has been looking great lately, and what his fight with Michael Chiesa, congrats on that. I don't think we spoke to you since that, because that was, that was awesome. Now, when he had the opportunity, I wanted to ask you about this, because nobody's closer than, than you with this. Um, when he had that opportunity with, with uh, the fight Khabib for the title, you know, and uh, Al, Al, my guy, ended up taking it, but... But I, there was some, I don't know if it was a, a money issue. I don't know what it was as far as with that. But is there any regrets in a sense? I knew he was getting ready for a guy that's looking to take him down and strangle him, Chiesa. Most, you know, that's where he's really, really dangerous. So I knew he was getting ready for a grappler. Um, I was like, man, what an opportunity. I go, but 
There is all those all the inner workings where I'm not trying to pry into if it's a money thing. I mean, do you ever have any any regrets with that? Not taking that fight. Well, again, a lot of media lately is narrative. It's not truth. Yeah. yeah. And I'll explain. Dana, no one ever even contacted Anthony back the whole day. He was in he was in the dark. You know, mm. so there's never even money, an offer, talk, anything. So it's like we just kind of were waiting around um, to see what was going to happen. I was very, you know, questionable. I mean, so we never even put a real financial offer up. It is everyone who heard, you know, maybe us speculating about yeah. it overheard us. But when it came to talking to the UFC press, you know, I mean, Dana and Anthony talk regularly on a lot of different things, you know. You know, Anthony and Dana, when it comes to business for fights, as probably you did, you talk to, you know, you're used to, you know, guys at that level with straight shooting with Dana. Hey, we got a fight, so much you're getting, and hey, we're going to do your right, boom, there you go. So that, that, that kind of went silent there at that time, too. And the other thing, too, there was a mix-up, and oh, we didn't have to make weight the night before. Yeah. And they're like, oh, yes, you do. So we went from cutting weight, not cutting weight, then cutting the weight again in the morning. And that's what kind of caused them not to make championship weight in the morning because there's a, there a confusion there when um, that other fight fell out apart, too, as well. Yeah. And it was just a very unique situation. No oh, regret, I hear you. <laughs> you know what the only regret Tony, Anthony said about Tony? Okay. He wanted to finish him so bad with striking he didn't do what he normally does. When Tony went down, Anthony should have grabbed his back and choked him. He said, that's the only regret Anthony had about the fight. He said he missed an opportunity potentially to choke him, but that's a fight. You know, he missed a lot of opportunities, you know. Um, well, that's, well, that's what But, yeah, that's what happened that. kind of yeah. with the Khabib thing. And as you guys were probably in the dark, too, about it, I mean, it was, oh, no. it was a very peculiar weekend, you yeah, know, in general. Nobody knew what was going on. It'd be a different thing every 30 minutes online. Oh, no, it was crazy. I, yeah, I lived it. I was right there. I didn't know. We didn't know what was going on until we actually had it concrete. But, yeah, it was a, it was a whirlwind. So I just wanted to hear it from you only because, you know, he looks so great. And he's getting ready for a guy that's looking to strangle him. I'm like, holy shit, man, what an opportunity. But, again, who, you know. You know, whatever. Hope you know. Maybe they'll, maybe yeah, they'll meet in the future. It, it, it worked out for everybody. I mean, it, it, I, I believe Al's fighting in Milwaukee versus Kevin Lee, right? Oh, is is that set? Is that is that announced? But I, I, I don't I, know. I'm, listen, I've, if I've if you Graham. think that's going on, I think that might be going on too. <laughs> but if it sure, is, well, if it I, is, that's I'll a great fight. No, you and Ray. You know, isn't that a great <laughs> fight? If that's going on, you know, oh, I, yeah, I wanted to ask about Sergio though. I know that that the he's changing weight again. What was the decision? To return to bantamweight, um, he just doesn't have a pop for at, at one twenty-five. Just because you can make weight doesn't mean you can succeed at that weight. Um, he's much stronger at one thirty-five. He was only he was three and one coming in as a twenty-year-old. Yeah. The only fight he lost to was Bruce Leroy, where he won up to the point. Serge tried to drop to finish the fight with a leg lock, made a tactical error, and gave up his back. And Bruce Leroy. Um, caught him with the rear naked choke, you know, great move on his behalf. But Serge won both of his bonuses at 135. Yeah. Um, I'm not a big fan of cutting weight. I'm not going to say I, like, I agree if they agree. You know, I was trying to fight with my guys. Like, I hated Anthony at 145. I just don't think you can be the king of the jungle if you're starving, you know, and, 
you know, if you th- these kids are very explosive. They grew up doing martial arts, but besides martial arts, they did XMA, which is gymnastic style martial arts, which yeah. builds a lot of muscle and um, strength. And when we get at a low weight class, they're no longer the guys I know. I mean, yeah. um, I think Sergio's much stronger, more explosive, especially if you want to defend takedowns. You know, if you're a lifelong wrestler and cutting weight, I think you, you're used to from a young age, you know, like I know in the Wisconsin wrestling culture here, to doing that. But it, it, if you're someone who needs athleticism and explosive strength, you got to fight at the weight that's going to help you be a, a athletic and explosive. Right. Besides the fact that dehydration is just bad for the brain in general. You know? Agreed. I mean, yeah. I, I think we're, you know, I know Dana and the UFC doesn't want to do weight classes. And I agree with them a lot of situations, but I think, we got two weight classes that are one set. I think 165 would have helped Matt a lot. He probably would have had oh, 100%. a better career because of it. You 100%. know, um, but 15 pound weight spread from 55 to 70, 70 to 85, and then 20 pounds to 205. It's just too much. Yeah, As so um, many people are saying that though. Yeah. So many people are saying it. 100. percent I felt like a tweener. I mean, I was short, very oh, for short sure. for 170, but I was one dude. 155 was really. Uh, I'm, it was brutal. I looked like Gollum on that scale. Man. <laughs> so I was no, a I 160 mean, would I, even have been better or something. I, I think like here's the other thing. And I don't want some disrespectful to none of the fighters. There's a lot of great fighters in their sport, mm-hmm. but why do they keep forcing Connor and certain people? People, are, why do you bring CM Punk in, et cetera? Our sport has a star problem, not a fighter problem. We have a lot of great fighters. Well, how are we going to get more stars if we have a few more weight classes that we can cultivate more champions? Because that's what, let's face it. We're all the hardcore. We, we we sold our soul to rock and roll a long time ago. We yeah. love martial arts. We love combat sports. We're going to know every underground awesome fighter, every great fighter. We, we're in the mix. But yeah. the, the Joe General, Mary General fan, they know Conor McGregor. They know GSP. They know Anderson Silva, et cetera. Brock Lesnar, CM Punk. Well, when people become champion, they get a chance. As you know, Matt, you're a great fighter. I always loved your fighting style, but when you Thanks. came champion, I was there that night. You oh. blew up, man. You're, you know, the the belt around your waist makes you a, a bigger star. Thanks, and we man. need more. We need we need more people to have that belt around their waist to become a star. And again, the championship money that's there these days—that makes sense. No, it makes a lot of sense. You and you brought up CM Punk. Now I know he's no longer going to be fighting in the UFC. Do you see him fighting in another uh, like lower level organization? Because I know it was his dream to fight, and and I like the right. guy. Such a such a nice. Oh guy. no! Well, Dana said he wasn't fighting after the first fight. Dana said he's not fighting after this fight. He's not cut from the UFC, so he's still training. He's working on his game. So I don't know what the future entails. Will he fight? I don't know. Um, he's not cut from the UFC yet officially. Yeah. Um, last I talked to him last week, he's not. Um, he's still training, still enjoying, you know, pursuing the martial arts lifestyle. Um, we'll see what happens. You know, he, he he's one of those guys who love to see become a spokesperson for the UFC. Yeah. Like he's just a well-spoken, cool dude. And, yeah, you know, maybe do a show like you guys are doing. Something I, you know, yeah. The thing is, like these guys want to fight. I, you know, I'm going to support them. But at the end of the day. Um, 
the top thing he only has four rounds of MMA experience in his in his wheelhouse. Yeah, and yeah. you know how it is when you train a young fighter. They do great in the gym, and then they they get in fight night. They didn't get enough reps under the lights, and they're not the fighter they were in the gym. No, because you wind up going by your instinct too. Once once the the adrenaline's pumping. Oh yeah, I mean, I you know I always joke with our fighters in the gym. I get a couple guys who, you know, they they kind of like, oh, I did great with the Pettis brothers. I did great with Woodley. I did great with Paul Felder. You know, I did great with with Bilal Muhammad or Gerald Mearshart. Great. Now do it under the light. Exactly. That's all where it counts. <laughs> well, speak- it only counts under the lights. Speaking of Tyron, though, after the thumb surgery, how's he doing, and, and what's, like, next? Do we even know? Well, he was asked to fight Colby. He asked me my advice Friday before his uh, show. In fact, he was there. I, I got to shake the hand of one of the old-school dudes uh, ever last. I saw Cypress Hill in yeah. House awesome. of Pain when I was, like, awesome. 23. So yeah. it was nice meeting him, big fan. That being said, uh, he's doing good. We just got to heal that thumb up. I mean... I think the fight with him and Colby is eminent and yeah. uh, just got to pick a date. I mean, my, my thing is what I just said. We got to be 100% healthy going into a fight and during these fights. I mean, it's just the other thing. Everyone's gotten so much better at MMA. They're more violent, more athletic, more vicious than ever. You know, I mean, you know, MMA is... There's no breaks. Again, you can't take a knee. and Like Anthony in, in a boxing, kickboxing fight, he could take a knee if he needed to, or he could tie up the referee. Okay, break, and then I'll hold on longer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you said break? Oh, break. Oh, I'll take six steps back. Yeah. Jab, grab, tie up. That don't happen in MMA. It keeps going. That's what makes MMA the, the vicious animal it is. So you can't take a look like the way you're going to send a fighter out in a boxing, kickboxing, or Muay Thai fight, in my humble opinion. The other thing, gloves are smaller. The other thing, you only get to put Vaseline once. Um, you know, I mean, when I fought, I used to put Vaseline in my hair before the fight, behind my ears. Like, I, that's why I don't have a lot of cuts, you know, where these kids, they cut a lot because they only get a little dab of Vaseline before the fight because of the equivalence for uh, the grappling and wrestling game. So, you know, the chances of getting hit are higher. For my style of fighting, I used to use the Vaseline to help punches slide off me. I almost would get in a Rocky Marciano crouch and let, kind of let the Waken 80 go up and use his, his head punches slide off because he's got so much grease on. You can't do that in MMA. So, you you know, as a striking coach, you can't send your fighter out there like as a boxing or kickboxing fight. Ah, just go out there. You'll be fine. No, it's a tip, man. MMA to me is the closest thing to a real fight. Yes. When it comes to prize fighting, it, it's no joke. It's the, even as we get more technical, it's still technical chaos in there. It, yeah. It's crazy. That's why I love it. And the UFC's old slogan was as real as it gets. You guys remember that? Let me yep. add something. Can I can I just predict something for the future? And uh, I think this is what's going to happen. I see a future podcast um, being hosted by Duke Rufus and CM Punk. That <laughs> is what I think everybody wants. Duke, All right. Duke, you got the knowledge yeah. and you got the gift for game, but you just got you got some uh, so much experience as both fighter and coach. 
and you're a good dude, I'm putting this out there. I'm not taking credit for it. I don't want any kind of royalties. Could you please start a fucking podcast, Duke? And you put <laughs> Well, I was planning on starting one. I just put a new octagon and I did the training, but I was going to host the, and I was going to call the, po- I'm calling the podcast about that life. <laughs> I so, like that. Look at this. I like I, that. And, and listen, I, I'm going to be the first one to subscribe. And uh-huh. I guarantee you this, Duke, I'm not, listen, I'm not a betting man, but I will bet you, and I don't like to start drama. I bet you this, Duke Rufus, that it will be better than the champ and Dean Thomas's podcast, D's Nuts. I bet you that fucking <laughs> podcast. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Why are you always shitting on Dean? Oh, I'm sorry, Duke. I like to have a good time, man. Duke. Oh, they have a lovers quarrel. They they grapple on the carpet every time I see them oh, together. Oh God! Uh, I think I, I do. Um, I love both those guys. Well, I love the champ. I, I, I Dean's a strong like. He gets on my nerves. Listen, Duke. Thank you so much, man. Uh, we're gonna talk to you again soon. And if you are ever in New York, I want you in studio, man. I really do. Oh, for sure. I love New York. I don't get there enough. Man, well, I'll be uh, I'll be seeing you. I'm sure we always run into each other, bro. Thank you so much for for, but, for bullshit. Well, you know, my dad's Greek. I got a little tip for you. So my I'm, I'm my dad's Greek and Irish. Um, they're my grandparents from over in Europe. That being said, I found an awesome Greek restaurant in Lower Manhattan last time called Kiki's. Check it out; it's the bomb. Okay, Kiki's. Yeah, I'll take you up on that. We're hitting that. Thing. Yeah, for sure. Hey, man, Duke. Thanks so much, bro. Anything uh, else you want to plug or anything? Or no. No, just you know what? I'm just grateful for um, you guys for having me on, but I'm also grateful for all the the awesome martial arts and the making community that you know lent a lot of support. You know, it sucked losing. You know, it's not yeah. all kumbaya. We feel good. We we, we hurt that he lost, but we feel the positive was doing the right decision, and he had a great performance. You know, I'm just grateful for everyone. Well, you're a great coach, and we're grateful for you. The great Duke Rufus. Thank you, Duke. Thanks, Duke. Thank you very much. Have a great day, everyone. Take care, bro. Support for UFC Unfiltered comes from our friends over at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans, America's premier home purchase lender. Let's talk about buying a home. It is an extremely stressful but important purchase, and it's one of the biggest events of your life. But today's fluctuating interest rates can leave you with unexpected higher payments, which can turn a great experience into an anxious one. That's why Quicken Loans created their exclusive power buying process. Here's how it works. They check your income, assets, credit, They give you a verified approval. This gives you the strength of a cash buyer, making your offer more attractive to sellers. Once verified, you qualify for their exclusive rate shield approval. They're going to lock your interest rate up for 90 days while you shop for your new home. Then once you've found it, if interest rates have gone up, your rate stays the same. But if rates have gone down, here's the beauty. You get to keep the lower rate. Either way, you win. It's the kind of thinking you'd expect from America's largest mortgage lender. To get started, go to rocketmortgage.com slash unfiltered rate shield approval only valid on certain 30-day purchase transactions. Additional conditions or exclusions may apply based on Quicken Loans data in comparison to public data records. Equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states. NMLS consumer access dot org number three zero three zero. After a stressful game, it's only natural to need some well-deserved rest. Upgrade your current sleep situation because Mattress Firm is offering the best bed deal of the year. Get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price for savings of up to 700 bucks. Plus, take home a free adjustable base up to a 699 value. That's $699 for free. 
You'll only find these deals during Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale. So don't miss your chance to start sleeping like a pro. Shop now at mattressfirm.com slash sale. There's nothing worse than being uncomfortable in bed. It's, it's horrible. You're not rested the next day. You suck at work. Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale is offering the best bed deal of the year. Save up to $700 when you get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price plus Take home a free adjustable base that's up to a $699 value free. Visit mattressfirm.com slash sale for more details. What up, everybody? This is CJ McCollum from the Portland Trailblazers. And here's a little taste of what we talked about on this week's Pull Up podcast. Very special mini post-Game 7 episode of Pull Up, an epic Game 7 in Denver. 37 points back-to-back essentially closeout buckets. Why were you so successful last night? I think it just really came down to my demeanor and mindset. Empty the clip, leave nothing out there. I wanted to say I did everything in my power and I left all my bullets out there on the court and didn't bring anything home. How do you shift to a completely new animal, an absolute monster in the Warriors? In the playoffs, it just comes down to X's and O's and execution more so than anything else. The Warriors aren't going to run a lot of plays. They're going to run a lot of misdirection out of timeouts and late clock situations. But most of it's going to be mid-pick and roll. It's going to be pin downs and flares and things of that nature for Clay and Steph. And a lot of transition. So you have to guard the three-point line, get back in transition, and make it as difficult as possible on them. Don't forget to pull up. Subscribe and listen every week on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows. I love the positivity is what I love. He, he sets a great example. I love the positivity. Yeah, he sets a great Phoenix. example. He's such a martial arts nerd, which I appreciate too. He's got such a vast knowledge of all did different you, styles too. Did, and do you know he, he, he trains the champ, Tyron Woodley? Yes, I do. But did you ever hear his song? Beat Your Ass. Did you ever hear this? Did you wait? Hold on. You, I'm gonna put it on for a second, but we gotta call Dominic uh, Reyes uh, right now. Don't okay. don't okay. don't fuck around right. with the, right. the, the, the flow of the show. Did you ever hear the song? Beat your ass. Did you ever hear it? Yes. I don't think you did. Oh yeah. Uh, wait, hold on. <laughs> I said uh the same time he said uh. Right. Uh, yes. Well, thank you. Oh no, not me. Oh okay. Oh. Uh. 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 Yeah! <laughs> oh, fuck! Phoenix! Oh, shit. Don't you wish this was fuck. your walkout song now, Matt? I'm coming back. Why do you think I'm looking in good shape? This would be your walkout song. Come on. Where's the champ? Is he got a verse yet? He's coming. Oh, I can't wait. Now? That's not him. That's not the champ. I don't want to hear this guy. Who's this guy? What? Who's that? That's on TV. Tyron. On what? Sneak tip. I'm not saying that. 3D! Oh, fuck <laughs> it. All right, all right. Listen to me. Uh, listen. See, you could be could his just, hype man. You could be his will flavor be the flavor 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 to his Chuck D any day. And I don't want to hear the other guys on that, so I just want to hear the champ. I'll beat your ass in real life. I'll beat your ass over some beef shit. Did he say that? Yes. Man, that's ham. That's fucking ham. <laughs> no, you're a you big hip hop fan. It will, uh, it's what does ham stand for? It's the other white What meat? does ham stand for? I don't know. You tell me. I'm, what? Man, I'll beat your Not your ass. <laughs> <laughs> fucking. Hey. Who's on the phone? Dominic it's Dominic Reyes. Reyes. Oh! What the? Dominic. Hey, Dominic. How are you, Dominic? You with Matt Serra and Phoenix Carnavale. What's How are up? you? 
I'm fantastic. How are you guys? Good. So you're just coming off this very nice win. How's the last couple of days been for you? Cloud nine. <laughs> been good. Been a good couple of days. Just a lot of rehab, man. What's Mashing up, man? my leg into that dude, so pretty swelled up. <laughs> Yo, Dominic, man, you have not tasted defeat yet, man. You, I mean, you're kicking ass. Well, not in MMA, but oh. yeah. Oh, go ahead. Well, in, in kickboxing? I mean, I've, no, I've lost like a lot of big football games, ah. a lot of big other sporting events that have affected me, but yeah. not MMA. I don't, I don't you, like losing at all. In combat sports, have you ever lost like well just in wrestling okay well there you go that could that could piss you off <laughs> no hmm. it's different than the it's different than the big football game though because that's like the whole team thing when it's the man-on-man thing that really or woman on oh, yeah. the one-on-one thing i gotta say the right phoenix used to fight muay thai so i don't want to disrespect mm-hmm. that i gotcha but that's a whole other meaning because when you get your ass kicked you really kind of get your ass kicked <laughs> no <True. laughs> dude you you passed I'm, i mean listen i looked at it like all right He's fighting OSP. And I owe you, listen, I don't want to say an apology because, you know, I, I have to do what I have to do. I have to pick. But damn, yeah. man, I wish I think I'm talking to you now because I would have felt bad. I thought OSP <laughs> was a hell of a test for you. I did. And it, and in my defense, because I, I picked him to win. Don't get mad, Dominic. I don't want to start this off on the wrong. I'm a big fan. All hey, right, man. That, I that's st- fine. I mean, <laughs> if I was a betting man and I didn't know myself, I would have betted against me too. 100%. But what do you what do you do, Chris Medusa? I was just gonna say your producer uh, picked Dominic Reyes to win. Why are you kissing it. his ass? He's yeah, he's, he's, a, I'm a fan. <laughs> I, yeah, he's doing great. My producer did pick you because listen, you've looked so dynamic. Now OSP, I felt this was a great test for you. I'm like, all right, now he's fighting a guy with some real UFC experience, man, who's been in some battles, has some ups and downs, and has that experience factor, dude. If that was a test, you passed that shit with fucking with flying colors, my. You deserve an applause. You deserve yeah. that shit. And then, <laughs> I mean, what did your coaches say? Would you? I would like. Oh, you just expected that. I mean, what would you say going? In? You got matched up with OSP. What's that like? Well, I wanted that, that matchup. Um, after I beat Cannoneer, I was like, yeah, I need to st- take a step up in competition. Like, I need to start getting some respect around here. So, decided to fight OSP. I mean, I knew from the beginning. I'm. I've been wanting to fight OSP for like two years before I even got in the UFC. I was like, I could beat this guy. Pretty, what what pretty was easily. it about him? What what was it about him when you watched him that you thought he was beatable? He just his movements. He he. I'm much cleaner of a fighter. Um, I just knew that there'd be a lot of opportunities there. I even, think he looked lost, like he didn't know what to do with you. It, that that's what it looked like to me. Is like he his rhythm versus your rhythm. You know, he was like a slow jam. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you were like you were like rock. You were like a heavy rock song. <laughs> Um, and yeah, that's what I it mean, looked like. That that's what that was the plan to come out and like be a blur, you know, just be very twitchy, and uh, try to try to confuse them with my movement. It, it, everything went perfectly according to plan, man. Camp was perfect. Like fight fight week was great. I was at the PI doing recovery most of the time, so I mean, I was I was laughing and smiling all fight day. I was ready to go. The, the the end. How how do you feel about the ending? Do you still think that it should have been the, uh, the knockout as opposed to <laughs> the decision? I mean, when you watched it at home, you know, after being there. Yeah, I mean, technically it wasn't a knockout because he got up on his own. Yeah. At the end, but in my books, it goes down as a knockout. It goes on my highlight film. It's gonna look good. 
it was a good cherry on top, you know. I I dominated the fight and then came out and dropped him at the end. I mean, it was it was a perfect way to end it. No, it was, I'm it was a, great. That was awesome. First of all, it was fucking awesome, is what it was. Now, Dominic, I'm 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 just I'm reading about you and your journey. Now they say things happen for a reason, and you you were doing really well with the um, with football. And I'm not a football guy, so I don't want to say anything like that's going to come off the wrong way. Because uh, I'm going to say stuff like, "Hey, you were at the draft com- combined," and I'm going to be saying shit that sounds like a real guy that doesn't know anything about fucking football. <laughs> but you, it says that you were like almost drafted, then you were undrafted, and then you started MMA. How that? What happened with that? I. Man, I went to Stony Brook, man, on Long Island. What the fuck? How come you didn't uh, look me up, Dominic? <laughs> oh, you could have been training. I, I, I watched you fight when I was there. Fuck. I was like, dang, Ms. Harris looking pretty good. Dude, could have been hanging out ages ago. But go ahead. Um, but yeah, I mean, I didn't get in. I didn't get in the NFL, and that pissed me off, man. <laughs> it was not. I didn't get a chance. They didn't even give me a tryout. But like, now, no, no look at all. Ahead. And I'm six four, and I played safety. Yeah. So then oh. that didn't go right. It didn't work out for you. You're probably devastated. But then all of a sudden, you're, what is it, your brother's uh, academy? Mm-hmm. And what, yeah. what, where's Alex his academy? Is, um, it's, it's in Victorville. We're over here where, where we're from in the, the desert of California. Okay. And, now, and you so, started training there. Yeah. And he like really, you know, he's my brother. So he wanted me to be the best fighter I could possibly be. And he really, you know, paid attention to my growth and my development. So that was big. Um, and he actually, it was like we came up with the idea to fight like a lightweight because I had the ability to move like a lightweight. Look at that. So that's like where it all started. And then now I'm with Joe Stevenson and Team Elevation and Team Quest. I love is, Joe is, uh, is, wait a second, is um, Alistair Overeem training with you guys now? Over there at Elevation? Yeah. yeah. How How's that been? Have you worked with him at all or? I haven't worked with him yet. I was there for three weeks, and he wasn't there any of those days. So Okay. So that would be interesting. He's such a good kickboxing background, too, just working with him. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to get in there and uh, mix it up with him, take away from him, continue to continue his growth. Word. Yeah. And Dominic, is there any part of you that is happy? Because you're having such success here. I mean, you, dude, prospect here. If you, I mean... Talking, we got a, well, I mean, a contender. Man. I mean, a future, well. a future contender here. A future, I mean, I mean, you could be a future champion, my man. I mean, is there any part of you that's like, hey, man, th- that happened for a reason? I didn't. I got undrafted or didn't get drafted. What the fuck you call it, your football language? But it didn't. <laughs> yeah, it didn't work out for you by getting. You didn't get drafted, and that happened for a reason because you're going to be champion. Is there any part of you that thinks that like 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 that like that deep, or you're just like, ah, fuck it, I'll just yeah. kill people. <laughs> Absolutely. My mom always tells me everything happens for a reason. She's been telling me that for a long time. <laughs> as much as I don't want to hear it sometimes, you know, she tells me and it, it makes sense. You're very natural, everything's man. Been, you know, everything happens and then I just continue. You know, I don't dwell on it too, too often. I just keep going, keep you, working for the next thing. Dominic. And I think uh, this is going to be a bigger platform for me eventually, you know, and I'm going to be able to really affect some lives here. How how would you like to affect lives? What is it that you'd like to have a platform platform for? I mean, there's a, there's a lot of different issues going on. There's I mean, with the youth and there's just a lot going on. And one day I'll I think I'll be able to really speak on what I want to speak on. See, that's cool for you to right say now. that because lots of professional athletes really just don't feel that 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 part of 
that opportunity, that platform, you know, great power comes great responsibility thing. Yes. They don't, they don't see yeah. that. That's cool that you already know that that's in your path. Yes, I do. It's pretty crazy. Um, I, but I've I, kind of, I mean, I, I'm a big planner, you know, and I've kind of planned things to go accordingly and it, it has, uh, it's just, all I have to do is do the work. <laughs> it's like, do the work and it's going to pay off. Speaking of planning, on. speaking of planning, though, how do you particularly game plan for your fights? I know that every fighter has a different approach to how they work into their next move or their next opponent. What's it like for you? For me, it's matchups. I look at matchups, and then I look at overall movement. I look at just little things, fight IQ, just small little things that most people don't think about. I do. Well, so. I'll tell you, as an athlete, you are obviously you're a phenomenal athlete. But that doesn't really that that helps with the fighting. But it's not going to save you in a fight. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> when it when it comes down to getting cut or getting hit, and a lot of guys yeah. who are great athletes, like ah, you know, fuck this, I'm going to go run a marathon or some shit. You know what I mean? You, I'll, I'll go to CrossFit. Oh, yeah, but do, do you think your brain works that way from football? Like I don't know shit about football either. But do you think like you're doing the tic tac toe board in your head with like fighting? I do. I do think so. And then I'm also. Uh, I have a computer science degree, so it's like I'm very analytical. Huh. I really analyze every situation on a high level. You know what really upsets me is that, that he was at Stony Brook in Long Island, and he, like, he could have he <laughs> been part of the Serralongo team. This is some bullshit, Dominic. I'm really upset that you were in Long Island. I'm so happy for you because you, you seem like a great kid. You're doing phenomenal. How long were you at Stony Brook for? I was there from 08 to 20. 13. You could, be under, you could be a purple belt under me, you, you, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sorry. Stop it's only because I care. Claiming this I care. I no, could have been. I mean, I'm only I, kidding. I might, I might want to come out there and work with you guys one day. Hey, anytime, oh, there you go. Man. Anytime. You're, you're always welcome. Uh, Dominic, now, hey, man, what is, what's next, man? What do we got, man? OSP, huge <laughs> test. You passed. Yeah. Hey, I don't want you to call anybody out, but actually, no, I'm lying. I want you to call somebody <laughs> out because people don't like you. To st- know what they don't like when they say, ah, anybody. Give me anybody. What do we got? What yeah, we- that, that doesn't really work. I'm trying to go up. So, I mean, I'd like to fight Jan. Blachowicz. Yeah. Oh. Well, he's three right now, isn't he? I think he's number three uh, in the division. Three or four or something like that. Well, he's right there. I mean, he's the only guy not booked. So, that's what I see. Yeah. I, hey, I like it. I, I'd watch that. And you, you, you sound like you're just ready to go again anytime soon. <laughs> well, I, have, I had a blast. Every time I go in there, it's so, so much fun, you know. Like, I got to test myself against one of the best in the world. Was there anything about him <laughs> that so surprised cool. you? As I know you're like super analytical, was there anything about OSP that kind of surprised you during that fight? Um, he's a little stronger than I expected, and he was a little quicker than I expected. Okay. Well, but he was throwing—he was throwing with some heat, which was, made it a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> made, made my uh, reflexes have to turn up a little bit. That's cool. Well, all your fights are fun to watch. You're, you, dude, you're, you're wrecking havoc, man. You're, you're, you're living up to your nickname, which I heard you changed. It used to be the the same as the Dominic Cruz, right? Yes. Well, it used dominator. to be. Everybody called me that my whole life. The but... do- the Dominator. Yes. Oh, so man. out of out of respect for Dom Cruz, I, I changed it to the Devastator. Hey, I do. That sounds like good. A, and that sounds like a superhero. Yeah, I love it. It, no, no, you yeah. know what it sounds like to me. It sounds like um, what's his name? 
that's in every one of those movies. What? What? He, this is a bald what? head. He's an action dude. He works Vin with Diesel? 87-Eleven. No. The fuck you? You know what about? I'm talking about? Oh, Jason, Jason. It sounds like a Jason Statham movie. The devastating. It actually does. <laughs> Yo, Dominic Reyes. Thank you so much, man. Congrats on all your success. Next time you're out in Strong Island, please give me a call, man. Stop by. No doubt, man. No doubt. All right. Nice guys. talking to you, Dominic. Have a good day. Take Ciao. care, Dominic. All right, man. Listen. I can't believe that kid was on Long Island. This is a bright future. You are so upset about this. I've never <laughs> seen you. What a, what a, what a, but I like him. Nice kid. Yeah. And he was yeah. right there. He could have been uh, training. I don't know why he didn't come to you. I don't That's know. That's okay. I can't, give you, just, I can't listen, give you a reason. Listen, I'm not trying. I'm just happy that kid's doing well. Well, I don't want to throw salt in the wound either, but you guys don't usually deal with heavier weight fighters like that. Like Weidman's your... your Biggest guy, right? Yeah, man. Well, so you could have had a light heavyweight guy too. It's true, man. Well, yeah, Eddie Eddie Gordon is a big dude too. Are you, well, no, he's been fighting at one eighty-five or one. Yeah, something like that. Has he been fighting at one seventy? I don't know. He's changed he weights twi- twice, right? Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, well anyway. listen to me, man. I'll beat your ass. I love it. <laughs> you like that? Listen, so uh, what I want. But you had some news that you. Yeah, we to got. Talk some, about. We've got we some stuff. stuff to talk we have about. some stuff. All right, come on, bring some. Bring some gossip oh, up because boy. there was some. Um, stu- oh can wait, we talk oh, wait, about before you say champ? anything. Wait, wait, wait. Before we say anything, <laughs> I had something to bring up because there was a clip going on oh, yeah. of Connor in the cage, Phoenix. I believe in the third round, telling him, listen to this. He tells Khabib. Oh, I know what you're talking about. It's, what do you say? It's only business? Or yeah, what? it's hard to hear, but, but what he we're listening it. for, they're, they're, they're clinched up. And this is when Khabib is complaining. It's at the end of the third round when Khabib is complaining that Connor was grabbing the gloves or whatever. And they're kind of next to each other. Herb Dean steps in to separate them. And you hear Connor say, it's only business. And it's hard to hear what Khabib yeah. says after. Oh, no, they have it. They well, have the I, like I looked at a lot of the criticism online, which is why I brought up the do you think he's overrated thing. Because as soon as someone loses, fans are like, oh, they were overrated. No, but watch. But, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Phoenix. But a lot of the criticism was about some of the fouls, too. Oh, well, fine. And that yeah. was the one thing that I did pay a little bit of attention to. Yeah, that was fucked up. Now, watch this. <laughs> okay. So, so he can't complete yeah. the takedown. Khabib's complaining about the play. 15 minutes in the books. We it's head only the business. Yeah. You can hear yeah. I mean, it's well, quick. I'll leave it because then he says. Yeah, yeah, well, leave it. 15 minutes in the books. We head to the championship rounds. Hey, guess so. That's what he says. Huh. So, what do you take out of that, gang? I don't know if he was talking about I'm grabbing the gloves and it's only business no. or if he was talking about the way I've been treating you is only business. Right. It's an it's an interesting thing because why at that point in the fight? You know what I mean? Yeah, the, why right there when he's talking about why? the gloves? Maybe it's not maybe it's not going to be going it's not going his way. Right. Maybe he feels he's getting tired. Well, but the second true for sure that could probably be it, but it's like the second round was the one that went worse than the third round, I thought, right? What was there a, were they clinched up like that up in the second round where he could say that? He's not saying that when he's in the right. middle of getting an ass beating. He's saying right. it where it's like almost like, "Hey, dude, that yeah, Look, why say it there? That this is, is so this is, weird. This is the deal. This is the deal. Like, I can understand after the you know fight. You know what the deal is? This is the deal. I'll tell you what the deal is. The cage, the ring, is the truth. Okay, now let me explain what that means. The post, the, the pre-fight, um, all those press conferences, uh, you know, that the antics with the bus, with your whole gang of people, yeah. inviting the guy out, throwing shit, and, you know acting really saying really really terrible things things that are i feel that cross the line Mm -hmm. about somebody's father about his father religion whatever i mean things that are somebody holds sacred now 
by do, you're doing that on all those situations, you know nobody's gonna get their hands on you. I mean, it's it's if something happens, it's somebody's getting arrested, or if something, if, even if he got out of that bus, how soon is that going to get broken up? You think they could be fighting all night now? Yeah. So, so it's it's all it's uh, so a, a real person could see all through all that. Now they're locked in a cage, right? Okay. Yeah. Now the opportunity now they're locked to fight in a cage. is right now, there. Now, if you want to talk that shit about somebody's father, about somebody's religion, about anything, and you're you're locked up, and you're like, hey man, it's all business, really. It's all business now that I can get my hands on you. Now you want me. Now you want to make sure. Now you want to play. Hey man, this is only business, really. Now we're all cool. You called my father certain things that you made. Uh, are you now? You, you threw a dolly at it. Now what is that? What does that fucking show? What does that show? That that's what does that do? That shows that you're a madman. Now's the time to be the listen. Now's the time to be the madman. Not whatever happened. I understand. I understand that you're the past. The, the 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 McGregor clan they they were the name was banished from King whoever dude I don't give a fuck about any of that I give a fuck about what happens right now in the cage what are you gonna say to him what are you gonna say to him face now you're face to face you're in the thick of battle say something about his daddy say something say right. something to him you're not saying it what are you saying it's all business okay that, I'll, I'll leave it at that I'm not even saying anything else. I, you take from I, that what you I don't, take from I that. don't even have a retort because what? I don't have to. You, you I, I agree with you. Hey, man, I'm not even, I'm not saying, hey, take from that what you want to take from that. No, I agree. I Is agree. that the same guy that people are looking up to, like that's on the stage saying all these nasty things, getting up? Dana's got to stand. If Dana's not in between him, well, what is he going to do? He's going to get him. No, he's not. No, fucking right. no, but I, I understand. Mean, Listen, I understand yeah. there's the entertainment. I understand. And that's fine. That's fucking fine. Grab Jose Aldo's belt out of his thing. That's fine. When you cross a line and you talk about people's family, you're making it something different. And I don't give a fuck. Well, the, it's still against the law. Oh, good. I don't give a fuck about that. You're making it something different. You're taking it to a different place. You get what you deserve. Anyway, let's get to back to positive shit. Talk to me about... Yeah, so... Phoenix is making it uncomfortable. <laughs> no, I, I can't... I, I get... Listen, I totally get it. I, I would want to you look so smart his ass today. Too. Why do you look smarter Because I'm wearing my nerdy glasses. Oh, I have no choice. Dude, I knew it was something. Look, have, glasses we've, are all, good we've now. all had a person at work that we've wanted to smack the shit out of. Every <laughs> single one of us has had that person. Yeah, but he's got a black belt, so I can't. But you can't. <laughs> <laughs> Give me clap, clap, clap. That's yes. what Chris, listen to me. Chris, the that producer. Was that was good. Chris, the producer. That was perfect. Again. Uh, Thank you. But guy wants to, he, he just told everybody he wants to smack me. And I don't blame you, dude. I don't blame uh, you. I'm about to, no, thank I'm God this is not three days a week. It, it would yeah. be awesome. <laughs> All right? Because I can hardly take myself. But uh, listen to me. I heard there's some, there's some rumblings about some gossip. Yeah. Well, the first thing, this is good news. This What's is that? Is official well, news. it's cool. It's cool news. It's cool. DC versus Derek Lewis, UFC 230, Saturday, November 3rd. MSG is that real? right here that in our backyard. Real. Wait, it is, is that confirmed. Real? Yes. It's weird to me because Derek Lewis, the last thing he said was, I need to sit my ass down and do some cardio. I'm not ready for the champ. And then all of a sudden this was announced. So I was like, oh, interesting. Wow. Maybe he's taking your advice, Matt. Sarah. Opportunity. Let me get on the Wait treadmill. Wait a second. I don't know, but Wait. it's there. What about? This is our new main event. What happened with him? When is he supposed to be fighting Brock? Well, there's that's the thing. What there's no on? specific date for that Brock fight because Brock is still going through the USADA protocol, so he's not even going to be ready until he's early taking next a year. Hey, man, so. not for nothing. That's a hell of a chance. I, 
totally agree. I, I, I think that credit to DC for doing it and credit for Derek Lewis. Why not? Well, but yeah, that's a bit, that's a, that is a risky fight. Very risky. Does, well, does DC think that Derek Lewis is that easy of a situation? Not easy, but DC is smart as heck. Never did I mention he never lost that heavyweight? Right. Phoenix Carnivale. Yes, yes, you have mentioned this. I, 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 sure. I want to make sure the audience knew. I knew you knew. But I just I, like repeat shit. I mean, I, 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 I picked DC any day of the week over this fight. I, you know, but we saw Derek Lewis losing and then just throw a big right hand and then, and then take his night pants night. off. Right? And then, yes. And then well, cool that, his that's, balls off. That's that the was... thing, right? Everybody knows that the way Derek Lewis is going to win a fight is to punch you with his right hand. So if you can negate that, fine. But he somehow wins almost I every mean, fight. DC took that. a shot from Anthony Johnson, and he yeah. said that he's like he still thinks about that punch. It was yeah. I mean, you got to figure DC's wrestling is going to be the difference in that, right? He'll be able to keep well, Derek down. Is what I, what listen, DC has to be thinking in his mind, right? But well, I now that you told me about this matchup, I got three words that come to me. What? Fun, fun, fun. It is fun. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy about it. And it's in your backyard. It is. And I will be there. That's right. I will be oh, there. Oh, that card has a lot of fun I'm happening. Gonna, I'm, I'm look, I cannot wait. There's a lot of fun things happening on that card. For November. What is it? Third? November 3rd, yeah. November 3rd. Did I tell you I'm going to Disney again shortly me after too. that? Uh, you me mentioned too. I don't know what specific Will you be dates, there at the same time as me? When, when are you going to be there? December 10th? No, nah, I'm home by then. Okay. But listen... <laughs> Do you think um, Rockhold fighting on that card is also a factor for DC? He figured he, probably, you know, Rockhold's training for Weidman for November third. He might as well get in on it. Why though. not? Yeah, yeah probably for sure. Not, probably I mean, has, because probably has nothing doesn't to do hurt. with it. Doesn't hurt though. Because no, they're all training. They're yeah, all in right, training right. camp, and one of them's in training camp. Right. That's just how it rocks, right? Well, yeah. yeah. Um, and now, so here, this is unofficial from the UFC. The UFC has not announced this, but it's been all over. Well, but it'll probably media. be up by tomorrow yeah. when we're on. Um, okay. ESPN so. reported late Tuesday night that Dustin Poirier suffered an injury and is out of his fight against Nate Diaz. Right. Um, and wait. then Nick said that Nate's going to wait for Khabib. Yeah, but that's that a follow-up that, so answer. So what, yeah, but, but that's so wait, absurd. So what does that so, mean? So the UFC has not announced that that fight is off, but again, Poirier said it and it's it's been out there. Uh, they haven't said whether Nate is going to stay on that card, whether they're, whether they're looking for an opponent. Who knows? That's the, what, uh, wait, that's on which that's card? That's November 3rd. That's yeah. also the November wow. 3rd card. So well, That card is, is listen, a very nice card. What's life without a little drama? Yeah. Well, I was looking forward to that. But honestly, I'm not shocked that Poirier's hurt because look at the battles that he's been through. Right. His body's just like, ah. Well, as a fighter, let me tell you, man. Me Every ice, day ice you're hustling, <laughs> Phoenix. When's the Matt Sarah Every album? day I hustle. Why? Why can't the Matt Sarah album come out? Because it'll be it'll be either shit or just fucking shit. All right, listen. Let's go to what? Uh, that's a, that's a fucking. Look at well, that. well, let me ask you this though. So say say Nate stays on the card. Yeah. I never saw Justin Gaethje posted that he is not going to take it on short notice. That's like the one thing he won't do. He needs to be prepared to fight somebody. Okay. He's just not going to jump in. Okay. People are saying Tony Ferguson, which to me doesn't make sense for Tony to take that fight versus waiting for Khabib or whatever. You know, he should wait for that situation. Yeah. Um, well, Connor who, makes sense, right? It, Connor does make sense. <laughs> versus who? Versus Nate. Connor does make sense. If Nate's looking for an opponent, I don't know if he's staying on the card. We're all, we're just speculating about wait, this. Isn't like, he, is he not, he's not, you don't have any kind of suspension with a tap out like that? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. We'd have you to know? see what kind of, yeah, well, no, no, medical he, suspension he, yeah. or whatever. Well, no, but not only that, um, doesn't he have to deal with the commissions as Wait, well I, right now. I got something. Yeah. I got something. All right, so Connor's got Connor. some stuff going on. Wait, 
put up Connor's thing where he said about he didn't win the fight, he didn't win the battle, but he didn't win the fight, but he won the battle. Yeah, but he won the battle. That's all he said. You got it. I mean, Maybe the battle is that he still got paid. I'm not. I'm not feeling it. Yeah, let me find it. The battle is he still made money. I don't. I don't know. Well, I want to. I just want to see that because I want to know what the hell he's talking about. Yeah, I'll get the specific. What the fuck you talking about, man? You won the. You lost the battle. The war goes on. You fucking. What? I don't know. He's got to say something cryptic to stay. I don't know. I'll get the exact one. Did he tweet it? Yeah, I think it was on Instagram. I think it's Instagram. Yeah. He's like, we lost the battle, but we won the war. All right, let's go. No, no, the war goes on. We lost the fight. We won the battle. But that's why, man. He's like he's saying that's what it is. He's, he's just tell me that's what it is. That's I mean, from what he was saying, it was oh yeah, like, we lost the match, but won the battle. The war goes on. We lost the match, but won the. Why did you win the battle? What battle did you win? I don't know. Wait, hold on. Did I miss something? I I don't have. <laughs> how an did answer. you win the battle? Why? Let's see. How, I wonder wait, how what? people interpreted that. Let well, the fans tell us I how they know, interpreted that. I want to know what battle he won right here. What the fuck battle well, did he right, win? Because if you are looking at it just objectively from take out whether anything should have happened after that fight or not, it seemed like Khabib's team kind of took it. You know, like they won that battle if you're going to talk but about But maybe that. he means that he got to Khabib to be out of control and hurt oh, himself ma- in maybe, any way, maybe. financially, professionally. Maybe did he, he not know that they because got think of how of him saying that it's only I, I know that too. But think of how now if Khabib would not have acted out after that, you know, living well would have been so the that, best revenge. So yes. then he won but the match and the he, battle. Then he's took that dude's money away from. Not took the dude's money personally, but now right. Khabib's, it ends up costing Khabib something. It's right, costing yeah. Khabib well, a lot of cash. It's confusing me because they only had a fight, <laughs> and I, I, there's not. I didn't see a battle. I mean, in a war I don't battle. Know what the fuck. They you played lost the match. chess and checkers before. We lost the match, but he we won, he we lost the bat match, but we won the battle. The war goes on. And the Shakespearean. Very interesting. <laughs> I don't understand. Very. All right. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about, but he, I don't think he's underrated. I think he is fucking a great fighter. I he think, took Khabib's whole purse. No, well, he doesn't get it. it. They didn't get it. So basically what's happening is the uh, Nevada <laughs> State Athletic Commission is withholding Khabib's money right now. Yes. Um, but yeah. Connor doesn't get that. It wouldn't no, go no, Connor, no, Connor doesn't get that. Can I tell you something right now? I don't even think the guy gives a shit. Khabib. You know what's, you know what's badass, though? What? Put the photo? Oh, the, the eagle photo? Listen to me. I don't give a fuck. It's not. Listen to me. Is it the right thing to say? No. Am I being a good role model by saying I love this picture? No. I'm being a bad role model. I don't care. I love this fucking picture. I love this fucking... Look at this. Yeah. Wow. And no, especially because his I'm nickname eagle. is I the gotta Eagle. I got fly. <laughs> yeah. I'm a peacock. Dude, you can't keep him. Because there's two sides of you, right? There's Dude, like the professional martial arts side that's picture. like, this is wrong. And then there's that little thug side of you is like, sometimes you just want to beat your ass. Can I tell... <laughs> Did you just say? Uh, I don't wait, know. wait, hold on. hold on. Did you wait, wait, hold on, hold on? Tim, give me that quote. So there's just... two sides of what you. What are the two sides? The one side of you that's a professional and a yes. martial artist that's like, you know, that's not right. right. We're professionals. And then there's that other side what of you is the that's other like, side? I gotta beat your ass. What is the... Oh shit! Oh no! <laughs> no! No! Phoenix! 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 Look at uh. my head, Phoenix. Ah! Uh. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. What'd you say, Phoenix? Beat your ass. What? <laughs> Beat your ass. Tell me, Phoenix. Beat your ass. Say it again. Beat your ass. To Chris the producer. 
Yeah! Beat your ass, Chris the producer. You and that stupid thermos. <laughs> Man, fuck that thermos in real life. Fuck, fuck that, that thermos, thermos in fuck 3D. Your thermos. All right, get that off. Listen. Um, yeah, you know what? Khabib actually said something, too, uh, based on this picture. He's like, you can't keep an eagle in a cage. That's oh, dude. Wow. Listen to me, man. Wow. Just look at his talons about to get the Dylan wow. Danis guy. In, in, in fairness, too, in credit to John Cavanaugh, who was on uh, Rogan's podcast, and he was talking about it. And he was like, Khabib jumping out. He's like, that wasn't even the, the nah. big deal. Like, they, they didn't they didn't. We take all look, the listen, we when all the guys agree. jumped in, that's what's great. Yeah, yeah, and also, it's the matriculative effect of the way people behave when that type of yeah. thing happens in a sport. And there were a lot of fights in the stands. And <laughs> you don't want that. You don't want that type of energy. And plus, you know, a lot of innocent people, right. they'd have to deal with the repercussions of what's going on over there. I would Just say you're as a kid in the second row and he gets trampled. No, 100%. That's the shit that yeah, I think like, Max Holloway upsetting. tweeted something about it being like, you know, I respect both of these guys, but he's like, my son comes to these fights when I'm fighting. You yeah. know, it's like, what, what if? Yeah, no, yeah. listen, I'm with you, man. My daughter was there too at one point over there. So it's uh, it's scary stuff. I don't like that, but take a look at that picture really quick. <laughs> Holy, dude. I'm I not, hate to admit it. I, whoever, I, that picture... Is listen, the cage is the truth. I can't, you can't keep me in the cage. I'm an eagle, Dana. I gotta fly. <laughs> insane. Listen to me. Do me a favor. What's that? Movie? I just Do right now, movie. I hear like David Attenborough, National Geographic, and the eagle loses all yeah. control. Yeah, right. And hunts its prey. Listen to me. You know what time it is? <laughs> what? Hit it. Uh, hold on, damn it. Fucking. I got it, I got it, I got it. I got it. I got it. Yay! Movie minute. Say Ed Ben Phoenix. Wait, let's do that again. Hold on. Wait, hold on. Hit that that thing again. Let's edit it. Come on, man. And Phoenix. And Phoenix. I think you fucked it up a little at the end. But you did good, Phoenix. Don't spit out your she water. Got she, got she, she got Don't defend her, white knight. I'm not attacking her. <laughs> we, we go way back. Over a decade. <clears throat> That's why I get belched in front of her. Um, that just came out, I swear. Look what I'm drinking, by the way. Okay, that shit is so good for you. Thank See, you. See, he's working on balancing his stomach flora. It's good for your gut health. Your gut health. <laughs> it is, though. And I like it. It's a little tart. Yeah, but I like the ginger it. one is good. I'm a little tart. Anyway, listen, <laughs> listen to me. <clears throat> the movie, movies, wanna, oh, the movies. movie I want to talk to you about. It's an old movie, but it's not an old movie, but it's on demand now. I just watched it. My my middle child was sick, and she, um, my seven year old, and she was, and we like to watch Star Wars stuff. So we watched on demand, and I seen it in the theater, and I already did a movie minute about it, but I'm doing another one with you. Solo, a Star Wars story. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, good. Let's did you, do it. Did you, you've seen it? I have. I have seen How it. How many times did you see it? I only saw it once. I do need to see it again. Okay. Because I think things like this you need to see twice. Thoughts? There are so many things I liked about it. I thought it was a good ride. It wasn't yeah. what we needed. It's not the movie that we needed, but we li- I liked it. Um, there were things that I was like, mm, stupid. Like, you're, you're alone? Your name's Solo then. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, that I was one. like, oh, no, come on. Make him part Latino and it would make more sense. That was rough with the Solo. But I mean, oh, you're Han? The guy who's checking him into the fucking, uh, trying to get him yeah, into the like, Empire. Yeah, well, you're alone. So I was like, who? When, when in the universe in Star Wars has anyone spoken Spanish? What are you talking about? Solo is alone in Spanish. So... Oh, so you're saying he should be part Spanish? <laughs> yes. All right. Well, listen, I don't know about all that, but all I do know <laughs> is that 
I've seen the movie several times. I know that sounds pathetic. I've seen it a couple of times, but I just watched it the other day. I like it. Yeah. I like it. It, it explains no, like, why Han shot first. And it's like, listen, is it exactly Harrison Ford? No. I, you have to get that out of your head. You can't yes. be like, that's not the same. Yes. And when you get too much into that, you're like, all right, well, Star Wars, Harrison Ford is pretty young anyway. Was he a fucking five years older than he is in this? Or something like that? He was pretty young in that. So you got to kind of take it away that it's, Han, it's, it's Harrison, Harrison Ford. Harrison was 30 something. Well, there you go. I mean, how old is this kid? 25 or something? Yeah. So, I mean, it's weird. But I I get that out of my head. I just look at it like a... a, a Yeah, it's an extension of the story. But I thought it was fun. I I enjoyed... It has good repeat value. Like, you could watch good action scenes. I liked Woody Harrison in it. Me too. I like him in everything. Pretty much everything. But he was great as um, Beckett. Beckett, right? Beckett, Mm -hmm. I think. And, um, And his girlfriend... And even though that crew they had him, the Rio, the guy with the monkey arms, they had like three arm, four arms, the the fly, the, the little like monkey guy, yeah. whatever it was, Rio. And uh, who else did they have? It was them three. And I'm am I missing somebody? Because that was their so. crew. There was three of them. I mean, I saw it in the movies when okay, it first came I out, know, so I don't I remember know, I'm everything. Such a nerd. But I enjoyed it. I enjoyed their like they like they went on that. They had to, to like try to um. They were pirates. Before they yeah space pirates. Before they um. Got Chewbacca and Han Solo with them. You know they had their. They had, yeah, they were like um, little like smugglers. Gangsters. Yeah, yeah, smugglers. Gangsters. Yeah. And they were looking at do like you know, it reminded me of like old school, but at the same time futuristic like cha- tra- uh, train heist. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When they had the, and, and it was just such cool. So some really cool parts in it. Some cool action sequences, and um, and I enjoyed it. I I like that. You know, I wish they would have showed more of that 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 uh, unit. The ones I was just talking about, the Rio, the little monkey guy, yeah. Harrison Harrison Ford, Woody Harrison, and his girlfriend. They were cool, man. They they had like a cool thing, and they got taken out kind of early in the show, in the movie. I but, enjoy that universe, so I like being in that universe, and looking too. at the costumes, and the set designs, and the creativity, and all the things that they come up with. And honestly, for me, I love Chewbacca. And I have a dog, so that makes me chewy sensitive. And to see so, the relationship between Han and Chewie is kind of like, aw. It was nice. And he, and he chose <laughs> to stay with his new friend, and he was with some Wookiees that were getting freed on that planet. Yeah. Remember that? And he's like, they're like, ah, like, come with me. I don't know what they said. They were saying it in Wookiee language. Yeah, I can't, so I don't, I'm I can't not gonna How does that, that sound? And I can't wait me and Phoenix both horrible. sound like we're throwing up. Yeah, that was Who just, just did that? That was close, but that sounded like a Wookiee purring. I liked yeah. it. I liked it. And he asked us. I know Chris. I know him by now. I've been doing the show a couple of years. Yeah. He asked us, what does that sound like? Because he knew he had a decent Yeah, person. he did. He, he, had that set us up. he set us up. When I said, let's do a movie minute, and he heard it was so low, he got excited. He wanted to do that. <laughs> anyway, I I enjoyed it, man. I and I and what do you think at the end? I think I, might, I think we might have even talked about this before. We did, and we and did. Jim, was, Jim, Jim was so annoyed. Jim was really? so annoyed with us because he was like Darth Dick, yeah, Darth. But, you know what I'm about to say, Darth Maul. Yeah, they have a like an appearance at the end. But you know what really throws me off, Phoenix? You know what's funny? I think I'm having deja, even though I'm having deja vu, or we either talked about this on air or off air. But fuck it, I I, I like to talk about this with you. It's been a while. They have the appearance by Darth Maul at the end. Why? Um, it's weird, man. Because in that in the Clone Wars or whatever that comp that the TV show is, I yeah, was Rebels, into, the Rebels and Clone Wars. It was Clone Wars. I believe he came back. They brought him back. Darth mm-hmm. Maul. And then the comic book and then yep. the in the he in, has the, in a the book huge universe. war with Obi Wan, which is amazing. Yeah, but. Anybody that's we didn't know that shit. Chris the producer doesn't know that shit. He sees the movies, no. so he's thinking, "Oh, last time I seen him was uh, when Obi One 
chopped him in half, totally blew apart that theory that was in the Revenge of the Sith when he fucking, he had the higher ground theory when he mm-hmm. jumped. Darth Maul would just kick the shit out of his sensei, Kwai John, whatever his name is, Liam Nielsen. He kicked his ass, and he's kicking uh, Obi Wan's and just Obi Wan's ass. He's fucking with him. He has the higher, the much needed higher ground that ultimately cost Anakin Skywalker his legs. Because Obi said, "Hey man, I got the. What are you doing, dude? You jump up here, I'm gonna fucking chop you in half." So he knows he has the higher ground. What, what happened? He has the higher ground. Well, listen, he and Obi's. He- he, the, the, we have to jumped over as, as fans of the originals. Half. I'm looking to it. We are. I'm just saying. <laughs> we have to. We have this is pathetic <laughs> for me. What's the matter with me? This is not real life. There's real life out there. I know you take it. Like this is real life. life. This is not real our life. stories. There are stories. So my point is this, though. I right, forget about that whole thing. He chopped it. He, he took care of uh, Darth Maul. How are you bringing him back for the movie audience without explaining the guy? Everybody saw him get cut in half. Because it makes people curious about him, and then there's Google. So remember, what? this this generation, a lot of this is new to them. So Millennials? They have to go, yes, and they I'm have sorry, to go like and dig back. And if they're going to reintroduce the character, people will go back and watch those old movies, or they'll Google it, and they'll wind up Google. I don't even know what word I just said. They'll Google it, and then they'll wind up curious about it. What, what song is this from? You could kill Grape Ape and Magilla. I'm a killer. Magilla Gorilla is not a killer. What's that from? What's that from, Phoenix? Oh, my God. I cannot believe I don't know. You're going to have to do some research. Anyway, I don't let's think you're wrapping it correctly. I'm not. I need to. Be. I'm 100 percent not. <laughs> What's but interesting though is that is exactly how you wrap it all the time. It might be wrong, but that is correct to how you do it. It is Ice Cube and the Lynch Mob. Oh, I should have known. And that Alexa shit. did not know it because I'm like Alexa, put an Ice Cube in the Lynch Mob, and she goes to something else. Oh, Alexa, let's get back. To, let's get back to Solo. So why with, with Darth Maul, man? Like. Because people have it's to weird. Google it. There is something. Right. There's, it, a spi- there's a spider. There's a Spider Man. There's a Star Wars wiki that explains every single character, and I you can go getting, to it. Don't get weird with the wiki. Wiki. Anyway, so listen. I recommend it. Did you see it? No, I haven't seen well, it. Well, you know, you could do worse. I like <laughs> it. All right. You know, so people get it on demand. I mean, I, what a, a fun time. Um, there are what? some more news to cover. Do All right, let's do, do that. that All we right, so we, well, no, we can hit a couple things before we go. A couple of things because we like to have a good time here at UFC Unfiltered. You choose. Like you choose your own adventure books? Choose your own adventure. Kid? What news do you what want? To, what, gonna, what news do you I used to cover? cheat with those books and read ahead a little to see which was the better adventure. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, you choose. I'm not good at choosing things. I got fucking... Okay, so something. I'll give you a bunch of people we could talk about. We could talk about Darren Till. We can talk about John Jones. We could talk about Overeem, which I already mentioned. Uh, Anderson Silva. Damien Maya. Damien Maya. Okay. <laughs> For 200. I don't know. What Sergio <laughs> Moraes. Is that how I say Are they fighting? Name? Yeah. Well, they're not. God, fantasy. Well, song, he's yeah. he recently spoke to somebody. I don't know who was it. It was a, a, a Brazilian Kibache magazine. Whatever, yeah. And he basically said he really wants that matchup. He thinks it'd be a good matchup, and I I agree. Wow. That would be interesting. That would be very interesting. Very interesting. I cannot say enough about Sergio Moraes. Yeah, he said he it's different eras. We've never fought, my but buddy, who knows? My buddy Ben Ben Saunders, man, he like. Uh, you know, Ben will so take from was that. Was it Ben's a triangle choke? What was it? No, it was, uh, he just mounted him and uh, got him in the head and arm choke, I believe. Head and arm choke? Yeah, but the first round, he, he took him down, mounted past his, his rubber guard, and, and he got into, past the knee line, past the head. Very methodical. Thank God he had a good ref. Yeah. And he ended up mounting him yeah, and I'm just taking him his arm. And then he kind of got, might have got saved by the belly. I mean, they're, they're similar. He's He's been knocked out a couple times. He, his stand-up isn't his strongest thing. So, I think but, him and Damian Maya would, well, you gotta, would be... 
would be quite interesting. The only thing that that that, that he uh, well, big thing that he has going for him that'd be I would love to see that because a fight that I really enjoy that a lot of people who are that into the ground game will not enjoy is a fight which is uh, Jake Shields versus Damian Maya. Look what I'm doing. I enjoyed it. I, you know, I, it was a I, chess match. I, I, I want to give the fans a little bit more credit nowadays, though, because now when I'm at fights, I remember things would go to the ground. People would boo a lot quicker. I think that the fans are way more educated than they ever were, yep. and they're and they're much more no, into uh, the submissions and the transitions the from yeah. submissions. When you see somebody get out of things now, you hear you hear actually hear the crowd like commend them. Yeah. You know, when you think something's about to get put on, you can hear the crowd getting excited. I think I think we've gotten a little bit better. Yeah, I, I, th- I think that's credit too to like the 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 EBIs, the different tournaments that are out. The um, and the freaking video game I, and the game. I, sure. I, what yeah. what game? The, the EA Sports. Oh, I'm in that. Uh, it's so mm-hmm. cool. Thank you. It, that no, I'm no, in it? It's so cool. Don't touch that button. Oh, I'm I went, in I video went there. games. I went, they sent me out there. I'm in video games. I'm an action figure. Go ahead. They sent I'm me sorry. out there. I saw Ronda Rousey put on the mocap gear, and I watched really? her move around, and I watched them make the game, and I toured EA Sports, and it was like <laughs> super cool. And they were saying even Play some of the, the game designers were taking jujitsu. They would have free jujitsu classes for all yeah. the game designers there so they could learn so they could put the game better together. Tell them to come to Sarah BJJ and I'll I charge those fuckers. I suck at video games. <laughs> the Spider-Man video game is freaking amazing. It's so good that Fuck I can't. Fuck that shit. I got Vive. No, 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 no. You got to try the Spider-Man Vive better be game. hooking me up, though, man. My control is not working. I'm getting pissed. <laughs> That's, I don't know. Call them. <laughs> Say, hey, I'm Matt Sarah. Matt just assumes that they're um, listening. <laughs> anyway, I just, I just got into video games, but... Uh, but what the fuck was I saying now? You weren't even hanging out with me. Jiu-jitsu. I know. I'm getting like you. Where were we right before? No, but we were, we were saying talking that the crowd Damian is more Maya. educated. The, the about, crowd is way yeah. more educated. Uh, that fight, man, would be amazing. Uh, I, I don't watch. I'll watch some EBIs. I'll watch some. I watched that Quintet thing. Yeah. The Quintet thing the other day. That was awesome. Uh, uh, one of my buddy John Danaher's uh, students, Gordon Ryan, did phenomenal. He was taking people out. And I enjoy seeing Uriah Faber versus Sakuraba. I, I, I enjoy the grappling matches but there's times where i truly where i truly love seeing jujitsu is more in combat because sometimes the submission grappling it's not and i love i, I bleed jujitsu i'm looking at my fucking shirt what does that say jiu-jitsu. of course it does but i know you can read i just like saying <laughs> stuff like that but listen i just i love it but so i have a hard time watching some of these tournaments they, they don't they'll lose my interest more than me watching it used in a fucking fight, I love when I'm when I, like like these guys were talking about Damian Maya, Sergio Morales, Jake Shields, who doesn't get enough respect. That dude's beating everybody. Fucking Jake Shields, you know he's got beautiful. He's got a, he's got jujitsu where it's it, his his found his fundamental jujitsu is so strong. Like he, it's like y'all, he, he could basically say, "Yo, I'm gonna take you down, mount you, and beat you up." And fucking he'll do it. He's that good. His fight with Damian Maya is phenomenal. If you want to learn something about jiu-jitsu at the highest level, watch that fight. Fuck, it was great. But anyway, uh, what else we got? Give me can, some we, can, uh, can we actually just close with this? I mean, just something that I was thinking about. Uh, Jose Aldo posted to social media. He said it's time to Conor McGregor saying that they should finally have their rematch. That's probably not going to happen. But as I'm sitting here, what about Jose Aldo moving up to fight Nate Diaz? Oh, yeah, I didn't even think of that. I, I literally just thought about it as I was looking at it. That, I mean, I think anyone wants to fight anything. I think everyone would watch Nate Diaz fight anyone. Right. Right? Well, the, like, yeah, isn't he one is, of those does people? Nate want to fight them, right. 
Yes, he is. Well, Nate wants that money, And Nick man. is like that also. Yeah. I'd like to... Well, it's all very... Listen, there's some interesting matchups. And um, getting back to what you said earlier, I mean, Khabib is just a hard matchup for Connor, man. But yeah. there's a lot of other matchups that... Now, I'm not saying aren't hard, but where Connor's going to be fucking I still want to see Khabib Ferguson. I, st- I, I, I oh, yeah. never I got that a- out of my system. I you still want to see you that. You got two fight. guys that get, that get stronger as the fight goes on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when we talk to Eddie Bravo, he's right. Like, Khabib, uh, Tony would be willing to fight off his back. He, he's dangerous from there. That's the real matchup that we still haven't seen. We haven't seen Khabib really get challenged, you know, by somebody like an Ortega or whatever. A, I don't know Tony how Ferguson. this works, though. Like, if the commission suspends him, mm-hmm. then the UFC, the, he can't do anything anyway. Or I don't know how that works. How what does do you that mean? work? So, like, say the commission says, okay, we're giving you four months. Right. He can't fight for four months. He can fight in four Vegas months in a day. Or no, he can't. in anywhere. Um, because I'm saying it's the Vegas right, commission. Well, is it? He can't just can't fight. It there? would just be in Vegas, but I think the other commissions would honor that. You know what I mean? They're not just going to let him fight. Like the same thing happened with John Jones and the California State Athletic Commission. Right. He could theoretically fight, I guess, somewhere else, but okay. You know that that was being honored there. So I mean, if he gets suspended by Nevada State, that's going to carry for... Well, for any everyone. fights this weekend? There aren't any fights this weekend, no. Well, you know. we get a break. You could, we could pay attention to our, our loved ones. I get in trouble because <laughs> every time there's a fight and I have like a wedding or, or like something to go to, I'm like watching it under the table. Yeah. Well, UFC Fight Fast on my listen phone. Listen to me. Me too. That means you got your priorities straight. Phoenix, what <laughs> do you want to um, plug, my good friend? Um, I'm on Access TV on Fridays, guys. So some great fights. That's all the you know we the UFC definitely fishes from our pool. So the future is now is the slogan because all these guys move on to do great things. They took like thirty percent of our roster last year, which is pretty cool. You're a commentator. I'm um, I'm commentating and and I, I reporting. Know you are. I know. I uh, karate Combat. I'm on that with Boss Rutten, as you know. Yes. I've got the podcast in Fighting Shape where we. You know, we interview fighters and stuff like that, but we also talk about health and fitness, all that any more good com- stuff. Any more commercials? I'm auditioning a lot next you, year. You do, so, how, when do you get these auditions in? You're I don't a know. Busy, busy person. Phoenix. I try to get them in. Listen, man, I I know that's a commercial about shit, but I love that commercial because I got paid so much for that. And all I think I about is about. Brian Cranston's first commercial was a hemorrhoid commercial, and now he mm-hmm. has Emmys. Who? So. Brian Krantz is a dude from Breaking, Breaking Bad. Bad. Oh, he's great. Yeah, really What is. was his first commercial? A hemorrhoid commercial. Are you, are you serious? <laughs> are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> so I don't care about my shit What was... Wait, hold on. I'm going to let people in suspense because a lot of people don't know. What was your f- commercial about? Constipation. <laughs> 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 it is it is so funny that commercial is like a Saturday Night Live skit that's yeah. how good it is I loved it yeah. I was in a castle I told you I'll never forget castle with my wife castle that the windows couldn't even open up where I wanted to just get in the right mood a fucking bullshit castle why didn't castle even have a window what the fuck I gotta go walk around the garden uh-huh. like some delicate fucking delinquent what's that guy this doing in there funny Light up no, I don't know listen to me everybody I have such a good time. I don't want yes. to end, you know. But yeah, I usually have to make it end though, because Jimmy's usually right now looking at me like a little bird that's the peas. Like <laughs> he would have been gone. Jimmy would have Jimmy would have been blinking at me and upset and 
starting to put the chip face on, so I want to get out of oh, here. Oh, the chip. You know? <laughs> All right, well, we can get out of here. In Fighting Shape is the podcast. Matt, thank you for having why, me. What it's about my plugs? I, that's why I'm, sh- I'm kicking it over to you. I got nothing to say, people. Everybody, spread Sarah the- BJJ. <laughs> Come learn some arm locks from me in Long Island. That's true, though. I like when you gas me up about that. And also, listen to me. You don't have to train with me. But people, if you learn martial arts, um, specifically Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, Alexandra Jiu-Jitsu, man. But seriously, anything. It it makes you a better person. It's a stress reliever. It it, it releases endorphins that just make you feel good about yourself. And you'll be less of a dick. So you should train some martial arts. Goodbye, people. Make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Radio.com, or wherever you listen to your podcast. It's not my business. If you're on a GLP-1, you're probably loving the results. You look good. But how do you feel? How about the stomach issues? Loss of muscle mass? Lacking energy? All of those side effects can take a toll. So now what? The answer is GNC. We have solutions that can help address those side effects and make sure you don't get knocked off your path. Because when it comes to living healthy, we're all about it. And that includes keeping you going on your GLP-1 journey. GNC. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.